Get your ride ready for spring driving with Dobbs Spring Break Deals. Money saver deals you can use on Goodyear, Pirelli, Cooper, Michelin, and General Tires. Expert auto service, too. Click on GoToDobbs.com for spring break deals now. For over two decades, E&B Granite has been St. Louis's trusted name for kitchen, bathroom, and outdoor space renovations that are guaranteed to bring new life into your living spaces. Their skilled team will provide you with personalized customer service, fast turnaround times, and prices you won't find with big box stores. Support local and schedule free consultation at enbgranite.com or call them at 314-645-9300 or better yet, stop by the showroom and explore their massive inventory. Again, that's enbgranite.com. Danny Mac in for Michelle Smallman. I'm Randy Carricker. It's 101 ESPN in St. Louis, and we head to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line and a friend of the show, Jeffrey Chudia of NFL Media, kind enough to join us as we approach Super Bowl 56 and on the heels of the AFC and NFC Championship Games. Jeffrey, it's always good to talk to you. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing well. Great to talk to you guys. And uh, yesterday, uh, I mentioned at the top of our show, a huge disappointment for Kansas City and actually the entire state of Missouri disappointed with the Chiefs loss and the Rams win. Yeah, yeah, that uh, can't have a tougher day for if you're football fans around here. And uh, yeah, I'll start with the Chiefs game. I was at that game and it was uh, a tale of two halves. It was uh, mind-boggling to see the Chiefs look so dominant in the first half and then fall apart in the second half, but that's really what Joe Burrow has done and what the Cincinnati Bengals have become. I mean, they're, they are Beyond being an underdog story, as Joe Burrow said, they are, they are a really good football team that deserves to be the AFC champion. And on the flip side of it, the Rams, you know, um, as painful as for the uh, city of St. Louis to watch this, I mean, it comes back to quarterback play. They went out and got uh, Matthew Stafford. You saw it in the, in the fourth quarter of that game. Made some huge plays when they were down 10 and, and pulled it out. So, again, it was uh, you wouldn't have predicted this kind of Super Bowl matchup, but it's, it's what we got. 55 yards from Mahomes in the in the second half. What did you see that the Bengals did with the adjustment to, to get to him and, and basically shut him down? Well, the big thing they did, they just started rushing three guys and, and being more disciplined with their pass rush lanes with those three players up front and just dropping everybody into coverage. And the Chiefs, for the second half of the season, did a great job of taking what defense had given them. And they really morphed back into the team they were in the first half of the season that was trying to make a lot of big plays not being patient, not relying on the run game, it really came back up to, to, to bite them. When I mean, you see Patrick Mahomes running around as much as he was behind the line of scrimmage, trying to buy time and not really getting anywhere, that's exactly what Cincinnati wanted to, to, to have happen. And so, yeah, it was, a, again, a great adjustment. Uh, wasn't anything the Chiefs hadn't seen before, but they couldn't deal with it. Jeffrey Chudia of NFL Media with us on 101 ESPN. And Jeffrey, so often when the team that we expect to win doesn't win, we have a tendency to blame that team rather than give the other team credit. And I'm sitting here today, I'm giving the, the Bengals a lot of credit. It sounds like you are too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look, I, that game, I think we can all agree that game changed on, on one play in the mm-hmm. first half. And the Chiefs got greedy, trying to throw the ball, trying to go for a touchdown. He was a Tyreek Hill short of the goal line. Eli Apple made a great tackle. The Chiefs not getting points there gave uh, the Bengals a ton of momentum. They've been in this game. It was basically the same game they played the first time they played. Bengals got down by a couple scores. They trailed by 11 at halftime, and then they turned it on in the second half. And so, yeah, I give them a ton of credit because I've seen them play a few times, and the one thing I know about them is they do not rattle. No matter what situation they're facing, how down they get, they don't panic. And you saw that again yesterday. 
What do you think of the uh, the way that the Rams finished up that game with the 49ers, the missed interception, which could have maybe sealed the game, but uh, it didn't. How did you think that that fared, you know, going down the stretch in the final 10 minutes? Oh, it, it was ironic because those are the kind of plays the Niners have been making yeah. throughout the postseason, right? I mean, they'd gotten the Dallas game where Dallas couldn't run a play at the end, and they got the block punt against Green Bay. And so that was just, you thought, this is the end right here. This is where they're going to put it away. And for that not to happen, it was certainly an ominous sign for that team because, because again, Matthew Stafford, um, I'm from Detroit, uh, Ann Arbor area. I, I followed his career, and so I know the knocks on him to talk about how he couldn't win big games and play big and big moments. And so, yeah, he turned it on. And you saw with that team, I, the Rams, when they're playing at a high level, they're as good as anybody in the NFL. The problem is they have moments when they look like, you know, a really mediocre team. And so that fourth quarter, they, they played like a great team. And, Jeffrey, it's interesting because in that last game of the regular season, the Rams played half a game. In the game against uh, San Francisco yesterday, in the game against Tampa Bay, they, they played half a game. And the Bengals have done that a lot, too. The, the Bengals have had multiple instances, including every playoff game, where they've played half a game. So we might get to the end of the Super Bowl where one team's played half a game, another team's played half a game, and it, it comes down to the last couple of minutes like every other playoff game this year. Yeah, I feel like it, it is coming that way. And, um, and the Bengals, they're, they're issues. They, 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 they're a slow-starting team, you know. And, and the Rams have had some fast starts and then struggled, you know, the second half. They tend to fall apart when they have success. But it's, it's an interesting matchup, for sure, because you got one team that really built itself up to have this kind of success. The Rams had gone, you know, balls to the wall to, to, to win a championship this year. And the Bengals came out of nowhere. You know, even Joe Burrow said that if you'd asked him at the start of the year if they were playing the Super Bowl, he would have laughed at you. You know, he was coming off major knee surgery. Nobody knew what Jamar Chase was. They had a bunch of new faces. They'd won six games in the previous two seasons. And so, you know, it's going to be a fun matchup, but I have to assume that uh, I like the Bengals right now just because of their story. And I want to see the Rams not win for St. Louis. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> we like to hear that. Uh, I'm going to follow that up. You know, I, I don't – you probably know the answer to this. I don't know how much of the capacity in terms of tickets is controlled by the league and, you know, going to their corporate sponsors and so on and so forth to satisfy that. But what kind of crowd are you anticipating in L.A.? which is typically, you know, this technically I guess would be a home game, but what do you think it'll be like for the Cincinnati faithful to be there? And what kind of, what kind of crowd are you expecting? Well, you know, since LA is a front running city, you know, I imagine they're going to have a lot of fans turn out for, for this game. It's a huge event. And they've been waiting to have this event in that town for a long time. Uh, or it's been a long time since it's been in that town, but I think the Bengals kind of show up strong. I mean, it's been 30 years since they've been in the Super Bowl, And so I was surprised by how many were at the Chiefs game and when the Chiefs when the Chiefs started to get down and the Bengals started to make their run, we started to hear those who day chants out there. So I think the Bengals, if there's anybody left in the city of Cincinnati when this game starts, <laughs> I'll be shocked because uh, this is their chance to make up for a lot of a lot of tough years. Hey Jeffrey, we know how fragile success is in the NFL. We thought that the greatest show on turf would go on forever here in St. Louis, and I'm sure that Kansas City fans, because Mahomes has the contract, are thinking that too. But I would think Andy Reid and really the the whole community, they've got to look at this as a real missed opportunity. Yeah, in a lot of ways, this team, you know, there's a lot of talk about this team being like the Patriots when Mahomes first got going and they won that first championship. And, and now it feels more like they could be like Seattle where they've got, you know, a couple of really good years where they're in the Super Bowl and then start to lose some pieces. And then they're a good team, but just not, 
winning championships, and they have a lot of big decisions to make. Um, it's very likely that this defense will lose Tyron Matthew and, and Frank Clark and Anthony Hitchens and uh, other key players. Um, they got to make some big decisions on, on how much money they're going to pay Orlando Brown at left tackle. They got to get a new contract for Tyreek Hill. So, yeah, you're right. It, it's the longer you have success in this league, the more you're going to start losing key pieces. What you want to do, and as great as Patrick Mahomes is, they are not inoculated from that. It's going to be a little bit different around here. A chapter closed yesterday with this loss. And by the way, you mentioned Orlando Brown, and and I really liked him with the Ravens. I loved him at right tackle. You have a better read on him than me. Did did he earn himself a big left tackle contract this year? Well, that's you know, in my mind, I, I don't think he did. But they're going to have to pay him, uh, have to overpay to hold on to him, and that's going to be a very interesting negotiation because. You know, you make the Pro Bowl, but that doesn't really mean that much anymore. He's had some some, some games where he looked pretty uh, mediocre. Uh, but the going rate for an NFL left tackle right now is about $20 million a year. And I'm pretty sure they don't want to pay that kind of money, but he's probably going to want it. And so I, I think more, more likely thing is he gets franchised and then we have an interesting offseason with him. But, uh, yeah, you start paying that kind of money to Orlando Brown, it's going to cripple you in other parts of your roster. So when you're covering the NFL, you're always talking about Tom Brady. He was making big news over the weekend. When will that become official? You think that he is uh, retiring from the game? Uh, pretty soon, probably. I mean, I think it's fairly official now. I mean, everybody <laughs> under the gun, under the sun, reported already. It feels more like he's unhappy about how it got reported. So how did but, it get out? If you if you don't mind, if you know, kind of going into the weeds here, do you know how it got out? Oh, you know, he's got a, a lot of his – he's got a couple of friends, people in his inner circle who are real cold deep reporters. Um, you know, I know that his agent, obviously, is somebody who likes talking to reporters. And I, I just think people talk. And so, all of a sudden, uh, people are getting phone calls about it. It's getting out. And he's got a production company. He's been doing a lot of stuff with ESPN. I'm sure he had something that he wanted to plan that would be a big reveal. And so Tom Brady is as big a control because there is in the NFL. And so I think that's what's upsetting. He hadn't talked to the team, hadn't told his coach. And so, but my thing is, if you want to keep a secret, don't tell people. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Jeffrey Chudia, we always like having you on here in St. Louis. Thanks so much for the time. And are you headed to L.A.? Are you going to cover things down there? I will. I'll head in there next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. So I'm looking forward to it. We'll be reading all your work at NFL.com and seeing you around. Thank you, sir. Take care. All right, guys, you take care, too. Thank you. Jeffrey Chidea of NFL Media joining us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. 
And don't forget, bet online for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.